Welcome to the Hillside Community Church Podcast. Wherever you're at in your faith, we hope this episode encourages you. If you enjoy the listen, let your friends know, and we'll catch you next time. It's a really special day. I was just sitting there singing that song now. We did it in the first service, and as I was singing it this time, and having gone through already the first service, where we're focused uh, on our missionaries, you say, how does God chase you down? He sends somebody. (laughs) That's how he does it. He sends you. And so in some sense, we're all sent. But today, we're celebrating uh, the fact that we have the missions that we support here at our church before us. They've all come in, made made a trek here to be with us so that they can share a little bit about what God is doing. And we're really great to have, we're really grateful to have them. And you're going to be so glad you were here today to see what's going on. Uh, You know, uh, we have two new missions that Hillside is being a part of. They'll be introduced to you today. Uh, We actually have a really good representative of all the people that that we do serve with and partner with in our uh, missions here. So this is a, really a great day. Uh, and remember, we partner with them. Our, our goal and our missions is relationship. We want to be partners with you. We want to feel like we're family with you. We want to know what you're doing. We want to pray with you. We want to come see you when we can. And all of our missions have that element to them. We don't just send something to them. We get to be a part of what they're doing. And you'll, you'll witness that today. Um, so... When I was in my first semester at Liberty University as a college student, uh, looking forward to one day being in ministry, my very first semester got introduced to a professor whose name was Paul Fink. He had gone to Dallas Theological Seminary. Um, We connected, and he he became my favorite professor there. My first semester, his, his class was for every student Literally to write a commentary on the book of 3 John. It's only one chapter. 15 verses. So over the course of an entire semester, every assignment we had over the course of a week was designed to add to that commentary. It was very specific what we were to do. And by the time I was finished, I had a notebook this big on 15 verses. I'll never forget it. At the time, as a young man, hoping one day to be in ministry, I would never know really the impact of that text. In those 15 verses, what's going on there and how it impacts us right here today. Two men are contrasted in this church. John, who wrote the Gospel of John, elder in a church, writes this little letter. And all of his effort is going into discussing uh, missions I want to show you what Gaius has done. I want to show you what Demetrius does because there is a protocol for how you treat missionaries in your church. Gaius, you're doing it well. Demetrius was more self-centered. He, he, his heart wasn't big. He didn't reach out far enough. We got no sound, do we? There we go. Uh, heart wasn't big enough. Eyes couldn't see far enough. But Gaius is commended in the text. See, what would happen is these itinerant missionaries would come stroll into a local church on a Sunday morning. Some of them they knew and some of them they didn't. But it didn't matter. If they rolled into your body, 
there were specific measures you were to take in taking care of them. Gaius is commended for doing it. And Hillside, we have an opportunity today to do exactly what God told the church to do. When you're itinerant, when you're traveling, when your missionaries are here. So I want to take you to these few verses. This is, what he, this is what John says to Gaius. Dear friend, you demonstrate faithfulness by whatever you do for the brothers. And then look, even, the, even though they are strangers, you may not even know them. But when they come to your church, they're important to you. And he says, they have testified to your love before the church. I mean, when they leave, they, they sense and they, they tell the story of how they were treated there. And then he says, uh, you will do well to send them on their way in a manner worthy of God. Now, this is the little word, send them on their way, is one Greek word. And it's a, it became a technical term by the time of this writing, which is pretty late in the first century. It became a technical term for, you know, sending out missionaries. And notice it says, send them on their way. I love it because what he's saying is, Missionaries don't just leave your church. You send them on their way, okay, with purpose. And, and not only that, but in a manner worthy of God. So here's something that we could ask God of us today. What would it be like for any one of us being in this service today to say, I want to make sure that one of these missionaries, at least, maybe more, I get the opportunity to send them on our way in a way that's worthy, in a manner that's worthy of God. You ask yourself that today. Because that'll be your application. And he says, here's the reason why. They have gone forth, verse 7, on behalf of the name, they represent Christ. The gospel. All of the gospel and Christ and God are all represented in the name. The name, that's what connects us. That's the reason. And they accept nothing from pagans. I mean, their hope is us. I mean, we're the ones who support them. There's, no one else cares about the name. And then he says, therefore, we ought to support such people so that we become co-workers in cooperation with the truth. Even though you're not going to be in India, and even though you're not going to be in Honduras this next week, even though you're not going to be in San Antonio, or maybe not down in Fort Worth at UGM, or some of these other missions that we have in, in Honduras, you're not going to be there. You're, you are still a co-worker with them when you support. Look at the word. Therefore, we ought to support. Now, support's a broad word. It's a really cool word, because it means the idea of just refreshing them. Just breathe life into them. Send them on their way with some purpose and mission because they're, they're about to be in the heat of the battle on the front lines. So we've got to send them on their way. So you figure out something you can say to one of them today, or maybe all of them. Something you can do for them. Something you can hand them that would say, I'm with it. You hang in there. You hang tough. You have our support. We're behind you. You're not just leaving here today. You need to know. We're sending you on your way. Isn't that awesome? And we can be a church just like John's saying there. Hello. My name is Maria Jose. When my name is Jose David. Hello. My name is Angel.
This little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine This little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine This little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine Let it shine Let it shine Let it shine What Empowering Education International does is simple. We seek out children in the most need, children who are stuck in poverty, children who simply can't afford to go to school. And we empower them by sending them to school, supporting their education in every possible way, making sure they are healthy and strong, and connecting them to the church so they grow in the love of Christ. Simply put, we give children the opportunity to change their lives. All right, that's a little bit about Honduras and um, a program we have down there uh, to sponsor a child uh, through Honduras Education. Now I've set up a separate nonprofit called Empowering Education. You know, it was the summer of 2004 when we took our first trip to Honduras. And now this year, we actually have two trips planned. You can see that in your card, in your bulletin. We have one in July and one in November. Uh, so this is the 14th year. That church started in one of the elders' houses. Though. I'll never forget that the first year we went down. And now you'll see some pictures of the growth of the church, and it's just amazing. Uh, I wanted to have Pastor Arturo and his wife Ruth are here uh, this week, and I wanted to just have him share a little bit uh, and, and uh, just share a special thanks to Hillside Community Church. Pastor Arturo? Buenos dias. Es, es un gozo, es un honor estar aquí. Good morning. It's a joy and an honor to be here with you. Y decir... Muchas gracias, muchas gracias de parte de, de toda la iglesia y de los niños por, por toda su ayuda, por toda su colaboración. And just to say thank you, thank you so much uh, on behalf of our church, on behalf of all of the kids, for all of the help that you have given us, for the heart that you have for helping us. Y poder compartir del evangelio allá en Honduras con la iglesia y poder ver Familias, niños, en, con Cristo en su corazón. To be able to share the gospel with all of the children and all of the families that we work with so that they know Jesus Christ. Dios bendiga Hillside. God bless Hillside. Blessing, blessing, blessing. <laughs> Hillside Church. Thank you. Gracias. All right, thank you. And then you probably know this couple, Sean and Whitney Warner. They um, were here at Hillside. And uh, I guess they shared last night, they've been in Honduras now five years, the longest they've ever been as a couple married. They're originally from Chicago. 
Sean was, uh, you know, working at Lockheed Martin, and uh, Whitney was a uh, school teacher here. And uh, in 2012, they went on a mission trip and saw the need from an education standpoint and felt called to start that Honduras education program, now um, Empowering Education, felt God's calling for them to move. And now they've moved down there, been there five years, had a child last year down there, Lucia. And so I wanted them to just share a little bit about what God's doing and appreciate them and their ministry down there. Yes, thank you. Um, we, you know, Pete talked about coming and encouraging us and sending us on our way, but I really appreciate the opportunity to come back and tell you what you are doing in Honduras because we get to see it every day. We work with the kids who are the neediest of the needy in our city. They live in extreme poverty, and we get to see the change that you are making. 2012, we started with 11 kids who couldn't afford to go to school, and we sent them to school. Now we have 213 children sponsored. So I just want to thank you because you truly are changing their lives. And I don't exaggerate when I say that. We know their stories. We work with them every day. We go to their houses. We see what they're living with. But I can tell you that you have changed the course of these 213 children. You've changed the course of lives. you put them on a different trajectory. And we are excited for the future of these kids because we believe, as you believe, that God has big plans for them. So thank you so much. Yeah, and so just again, thank you. We love being back here at Hillside, and we just love this congregation. Um, so please just come talk to us afterwards. We have a, a booth back there. We're also... I have a group of women making jewelry and sewing items. We have those available back there. And we have lots of kids. We'd love to have you sponsor as well. So just again, thank you, Hillside. We, we just love being back here and, and appreciate you guys welcoming us. So now um, one of the ministries we want to introduce you to you that have kind of come under the Hillside umbrella in the same way Sean and Whitney have been called. Daryl and Kimberly Beckham there in the end have been at Hillside, I don't know, Longer, I don't know, a long time. And Daryl's always been involved in our youth ministry. And uh, a couple years ago, around 2012, I guess, or 2014, they actually, um, you might say, they went on a vacation to St. Lucia, but God had a different plan for them because they stopped by and met a church and, got in, and, and uh, attended a church there. And God's now put on their heart to leave Texas and move down there in ministry. And so Daryl and Kimberly, I guess um, they're planning. They just bought some land. They're getting ready to build down there. And they've gotten connected down there and planning. We did, uh, you'll see in your bulletin, there's a trip planned this summer. They had a trip in 2016, 2017. They're getting, we're having our third trip, 2018 down there. And so just share a little bit, Daryl, if you want to, about how that is going and getting ready to transplant and move down there. Yes. Um, first of all, I will tell you, Excuse me if I'm limping. Uh, Arturo kicked me yesterday, so y'all, y'all just hold on to that. Uh, actually, I didn't stretch playing soccer, and and these Hondurans are are very good at soccer. But at any rate, um, I, I never planned. I never planned this. My wife Kimberly and I had the heart, and uh, we just said, "Okay, God, where do you want us? Where do you want us?" And uh, we were on holiday down there, and but at the same time, we were looking. We were looking, and God teamed us up with a little church on the side of a hill in Jockmel. Now, if you were on holiday down there, you would never see Jockmel. You would never see Boaden, Cooley Town, Fomage, all these little villages. 
but they're there. And there's lost people there. There's hurting people there. And, I mean, I could just go on and on, but we know it was God-ordained because you would never, 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 never know this little church was even there. And uh, we have with us Pastor John here, but we are moving down, as Dave said, uh, full-time, probably around January of 2019. But one thing that God put on my heart, because Kimberly and I have served at Union Gospel, we've served at San Antonio, we've served our youth. If you feel God tugging at your heart, just listen. Just go. You don't have to have any kind of experience. Just show up. I told this at the first service. 90% of missions is just showing up. You serve a big God. Let Let him do a work in you, and I promise you it'll change you. I promise you it'll change you. And if you can't, just support Just support any way you can, but prayer. Oh, my gosh, I've seen the power of prayer do some amazing things. So with that, I'm going to introduce Pastor John. Pleasant good morning to everyone in the house of the Lord today. Morning. Reverend, I represent St. Lucia, and I bring greetings to you from Fellowship Baptist Church. It's a small country church. And today I feel welcome, I feel elated, I feel honored to be part of this great congregation of yours. And I want to thank those persons for inviting me to be part of your celebration today. Reverend, I believe it was always, it was never in God's plan that man should remain idle doing nothing. We saw that very early in creation, he gave man dominion over the earth. We also saw when he placed man in that garden of Eden, he gave them something to do, to tend and keep that garden. So God has assigned a task for man to perform. And work can be translated into service. I have met so many great people. And all of them have something to do for the Lord. It will be my wish when I return to stress, to show them the importance of service to the Lord. And that is what I'm going to take back. Thank you. All right. Thank you. So I just want to thank you guys for being here. Um, and um, again, there's a lot of information about and stop back and see all of them at, back at their booth and, and just bless them and so forth. So thank you all. Um, want to welcome now up. Um, kind of our local focus and then also our national focus. And, um, you know, locally, back in 2004, Dean Reed and I were in a men's group here called Top Gun. And uh, we were looking as a group of men where to serve at. And, um, got, and Dean and a guy named Chuck Combs went down to um, Fort Worth and found Union Gospel Mission. And so we're excited about um, what God has done there in, in that process. And then um, Pastor Mike's here talking, going to share a little bit about San Antonio. We've got 
Two of the three ministries that we work down there, Pastor Joe and 360 Outreach, couldn't make it today. They had a big outreach going on at their church. But we're so excited about having Pastor Alex here from Life Restored and Pastor Jason from Agoras. And Mike's going to share a little bit about that. I want to introduce, this is Dean Reed. This is kind of a guy that got us connected at Union Gospel. He's now the president and CEO of a, a ministry called Healing Shepherd Clinic. That A lot of times we do medical drives. And Dean's now the president of that and, and drives that down there at, at uh, Union Gospel. And then this is Don Schisler. He's the CEO of uh, Union Gospel. And Don, I just wanted to introduce you, give you an opportunity to, to share a little bit. I know a lot of things are happening, especially since the movie came out. Same kind of different as me. And a lot of things going on at Union Gospel. Share a little bit. Thank you, Dave. Uh, we're just blessed to be here. Tell everybody welcome. Thank you for all you do at Union Gospel Mission. The Lord Jesus Christ wants us to serve him with all of our heart, soul, and mind and love our neighbor as yourself. And that's what goes on at Union Gospel Mission. But it's through the generosity of the community and, and the church like Hillside. And I want to commend you and Pete for teaching this congregation that uh, if you serve Jesus, you get blessed. And every time people pray for us or come down and volunteer or Donations, we have a $5.6 million budget annually that comes primarily from individuals that gives us the opportunity to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, and do drives for us, like this towel and this water bottle, and there's drives all year long that y'all help us with. Just thank you, and God bless each and every one of you. Keep coming. Yeah, and that's one thing, um, you know, Dean's holding up. Next Sunday night, we're doing, and a lot of you brought, I appreciate you bringing bath towels today. We've had these water bottles made. And next Sunday night at 5 o'clock, you can go down there and take a tour of the facility, see it, and then uh, just have an opportunity to bless one of the residents with a, uh, with a bath towel and the water bottles. They come up upon the summertime. But a great opportunity just to, to interact and, and see those residents. So... Uh, I wanted to introduce a couple that has gone down there, and it wasn't anything, uh, it's interesting, it wasn't anything Hillside initiated, but this is Ryan and Natalie Slaughter. Natalie's actually the daughter of Steve Amato, one of our elders here, and they have started going down, I guess it was driven by the movie, that you saw the movie and felt called to kind of go down there and help Wednesday night. So every Wednesday night, you and your parents go down there every Wednesday night and serve um, tell us a little bit, Natalie, that impact on you and what you've experienced just doing that recently. Sure. Um, before I went, I thought very differently of what was going to happen, that it was just going to be us loving on them and serving them and just showing God's kindness. And I wasn't exactly right because once we got there, um, you cultivate these relationships with the residents and they feel comfortable sharing their story um, with you of their pain and their um, heartache and um, addiction. And then they tell you this wonderful story of God's faithfulness and his redeeming power and how he can reconcile relationships and restore them. And I leave there going, what did I, this is like therapy. Like I'm going there and being blessed by them when I thought I was going to be the blessing to them, but I was so wrong. And it's, it's really the highlight of our week. And then we're able to come home and uh, share it with our daughter. And we pray for several of uh, the people there and just to see how God's moved in their life recently. We're getting a job or getting an apartment. It's just such a blessing to go every Wednesday. We look forward to it every Wednesday night. Yeah, I would just say uh, get involved. Like he said, uh, you know, just show up 
and uh, let God do the work. And um, we look forward to it every Wednesday. We go as a family. Uh, we try to do it every Wednesday. And, um, you yeah, know, like, you know, just show up and uh, join us um, Monday through it's every day, huh? Every day. <laughs> we just happen to go on Wednesdays. Uh, every day, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. And so you have that, again, we're having an opportunity for you to do that as a whole body here next Sunday night. So, um, you know, go back and greet these folks and you can get more information from them. Uh, pastor Mike is our student pastor here and we've been involved in San Antonio since I was the youth pastor. So, you know, that's a long time. Um, so, um, but God has kind of orchestrated those relationships down there and Pastor Mike kind of leads that as our student ministry. Yeah, and we have the uh, blessing and honor to have Pastor Alex and Pastor Jason with us. Uh, this, this morning, and uh, parents, grandparents, if you have sent your students uh, to San Antonio on a mission trip, uh, whether that's the summer mission trip uh, or that's one of the weekend trips, these two men have a lot to do uh, with how much growth and uh, how much they learn while they're down there. They're very special to me, and uh, like I said, it's an honor to have them here. And uh, I just would like to say that we have this trip coming up, students, June 9th through the 16th. Uh, it's a week long, and I know that there's some of you sitting in here right now, and you're sitting in here with your parents because you've never really gotten connected to the student ministry. And I could bring up student after student who said, I didn't really feel like I knew people, I wasn't ready to meet people, and they said I went on a mission trip and God completely changed the dynamic of my life and how much of a community now I have at the church. And so I would just encourage you, take that risk, be courageous, and see what God does out of it. And so this is Pastor Alex uh, from Life Restored. He's going to share a little bit about his ministry, and Pastor Jason is also going to share. Uh, they have the same heart and yet very different ministries and how that all kind of gets fleshed out. So I'll let them tell you more. Hey, guys. Um, I'm Pastor Alex. Thank you guys uh, for having us here. And so our church, we um, our church is like right where the biggest population of homelessness is. So it's, it's not our choice, you know, in a sense, you know, uh, we have to be relevant as a church to, um, you know, our demographic and the people that are there. Um, this last year and a half, we've had 10 homeless people that uh, are no longer homeless. You know, they, they have a place to live. We baptized 14 last, last Sunday. Awesome. Uh, um, uh, praise God. Uh, some of the homeless men, there are our ushers, our greeters. We're training one homeless lady on the drums. And, uh, you, know, it, it's, it's, it, 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 you know, it's great when they have purpose. And, uh, you know, we praise God for that. But I was talking with Mike, and I'm like, man, you know, uh, for me, I don't have a choice. But you guys are actually going out and looking for it. And that, I mean, that, 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 that's the blow away moment for me. Like, you know, I walk out my door and there it is. You know, I, I was born on the west side of San Antonio. I grew up around homeless my whole life. So that's almost like a God-ordained thing. But you guys, man, are going after it. And I am inspired by you guys. I see the perfect blend of, of what our church is. We're half homeless and half families. And it's almost a blend of UGM and Hillside. And it's rare that I see a church like this that that has those three components, actually four, the lost, the, the poor, the widows, and the orphans. If you're a Christian, you can't get away from that. And you guys are a great example uh, uh, to myself. And thank you guys for coming out every mission trip. Thank you because uh, our people appreciate it. And we, I am edified by your presence and the gift that you bring. Thank you guys. All right. 
Yeah, Hillside, I want to say thank you to you guys. I was looking at the pictures when Mike was talking. You had a bunch of mission trip pictures. You guys have been for like 16 to 18 years coming out and planting seeds and supporting us in the ministry. And it's been incredible to see what God has done through that. Um, my name is Jason Brooks. And like Alex, we serve in what we call the west side of San Antonio. I was like, west side? Uh, you got to have that little you know, edge to it. But anyways, we, uh, we serve in what is the project areas of our city. So every city has it, but in ours, it's the lowest income, lowest fed, highest violent crime, highest dropout rates, jobless rates, all those statistics, that's where we're at. Um, our ministry, we have two buildings. We have one that's uh, just a few blocks from the Alizon Apache Courts, which is the largest housing project in San Antonio. And then we just acquired a new building that's about a, uh, that's one block from the second largest housing project in San Antonio, the Casiano Homes, 54 acres of housing projects. And I will tell you this, um, what, they're showing a couple of pictures. It is an amazing building that God given us. And what, what is amazing is, um, I, I didn't mention this in the first service, but as coming into this new building, we, we actually moved into the property in August. We actually already have um, Sunday night Spanish services going. We have, uh, next week we plant our Sunday mornings English services. And we have Monday and Friday food ministries going on in the ministry. Just incredible to see what God has done there. And, uh, and three weeks ago of Thursday, we just, as an intermission ministry, you know, you step out in faith, but what was amazing, and, and we stepped out in faith, purchasing this building, not having to know how we're going to do it, but we're going to trust you, God. And uh, as uh, three weeks ago, a donor came and paid off the entire property for us. It was debt-free. That's all to God's word. Totally God's word. But as I, as I end sharing with you, I want to say something. Um, um, uh, one of the missions teams this summer came, and uh, when they were doing a kids' ministry in, our, in the Cassianos, a group of uh, a family came up, quite a few kids and families, but this one family came up, and the, you, you can't miss these guys, this guy that came up. His name's Sotero, and he had these tattoos all over his face. I mean, he's one of those. You walk up, and you're like, okay, I'm going to keep an eye on that guy. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Sotero came up, though, and he brought two daughters and a young son, and he came up, and I went up to him and talked to him. And he just broke down in tears because he was in such a place where his wife said, look, if you don't stop dealing drugs, I'm leaving. And he said, I got to stop, but I don't even know what to do. Um, but I know I got to do this. And I got to pray with him. He gave his heart to Christ. My kids' pastors went to the two girls, spoke with them. They gave their hearts to Christ. And, but yet, what's been really a struggle for me is, um, and it's really been really constantly on my heart, is um, this November, the son who came with them, um, he was shot in a, as a bystander in a, in a drug deal. And I can't stop thinking. I, sh I didn't go talk to him. I didn't go talk to Angel. But it was a reminder of something that all of us in this room are called to share the gospel. We cannot lose these opportunities. And I'll tell you something. I, I felt like I, I didn't post on Facebook yet that whole building paid off thing. Because I felt like the Lord said, I want you to know something. This is just dirt and wood. It is a tool for you to use so I can be known to these people and to this community. And church, that's Hillside when you're supporting all these missionaries, you're supporting us, when you're coming out and doing these things, you're fulfilling the mandate of God to go share with the world that needs him. So thank you so much for being a part of it and you've been a blessing to our ministry in so many ways over so many years. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you Jason. Well, thank you guys, appreciate you know, in your bulletin, there's a, a, a number of ways you can get involved. And like Kirk said, um, best way is to go and to uh, partner with one of these ministries. Uh, again, trips to Honduras, San Antonio, India, St. Lucia, all this coming up. 
this year. And then there's ways to, to get involved, sponsor a child in Honduras or India, or uh, again, get down to Union Gospel next Sunday night. So uh, let's stand and we'll be dismissed. I've asked Pastor Alex to just close us in prayer this morning, and we'd love to have you come back tonight, five o'clock, we're going to have a special time of prayer and praise, especially with our ministries. But Pastor Alex. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for this day and this opportunity. Father, I thank you, Lord, for every single person in this place, Lord, for all the missionaries, Lord, and all the people at Hillside, Lord. Father, three things we cannot get away from as Christians. The poor, Lord God, the orphans and the widows, and I thank you for a church, Lord God, that is willing to truly be the hands and feet of Jesus. And Father, where we have doubt, Lord God, and where we have fear, Father, I pray that you would spark in our hearts, Lord God, to break out of, Lord, a a cookie-cutter, custom-fit Christianity, Lord, and live a life of passion for Jesus Christ, Lord. Let us fall in love with your essence and not just the name or the image of who you are, but the very essence of selflessness, Lord God. Father, and let us, Lord, give time, talent, treasure, Lord, to see your light shine in the darkest of places, Lord. And I thank you for this church. I thank you for the anointing that's on this church. And we surrender our lives to you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for watching today's message. We hope it encourages you wherever you're at in your faith. If you enjoyed it, let your friends know. We'll catch you next time.